Northwest Arkansas. Welcome back to another episode and our second episode of our Hey Hey series. Hey Hey. Hey Hey series, uh, where we attend an event and then essentially make up what we're going to do in response to that event. Uh, yeah. So if you, ha- <laughs> if you haven't listened to the first one, the first one was Peyton reviewing his uh, top five favorite films at the Bentonville Film Festival which I thought was excellent. Very good job, Peyton. Thank I you. Really I didn't actually run it by Zach before I posted it. It was, so it was no, a lot it was of fun. Good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed sitting eat and eating lunch the next day and listening to it. I uh, thought that was just going to be an irrelevant thought. Like I enjoyed sitting and eating lunch the next day after <laughs> I listened to it or after it was released. Yeah. Uh, That's what chronologically my food happened. was really good the next day uh, as I just stared at it in my iTunes feed. And I like, said, I'm sure hey, that's I fine. listen to that. <laughs> I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so this is our second episode in our Hey Hey series, and on this episode, we're going to talk about the Block Street Block, Block Party, uh, the seventh annual Block Street Block Party that Woo-hoo. takes place in Fayetteville, where they shut down all of Block Street, um, and they have local vendors, nonprofits, bands, uh, businesses on Block Street come out and throw what they call a party by the people for the people. Yeah. Like the like the United States Declaration of Independence. Yeah, just like that. Um, so, if you're hearing this episode a day late, which you are, it's because <laughs> the party that we attended uh, happened yesterday on Sunday, and I usually edit those on Sunday. Also, usually events don't happen on Sunday, and usually events don't happen on Sunday. Uh, so the reason it wasn't out on Monday is because it didn't happen till Sunday, and it's Monday now, and we're recording this. So you should be hearing this on. Tuesday, if you're one of our loyal listeners, if you're fortunate, you hear. Or maybe if it's next Tuesday, you can pretend that you listened to it on the day it came out. Or if it came out on Wednesday, it's soups my fault. I didn't edit it together <laughs> fast enough. Um, so anyway, uh, we're gonna talk about kind of what the event was, and we're gonna talk about uh, kind of how we responded to the event, and we're gonna talk about uh, kind of the spirit of how you contribute to what's going on in your city. If you care to do that. Yeah, we're doing um, a really philosophical episode here. Very conceptual. Uh, this is going to be, I think I'm really going to enjoy this conversation because I like talking about ideas and we don't get to talk about ideas a ton, just and me it, and Peyton. It's a lot of Mike. Kierkegaard and <laughs> Kant and a lot of that. So uh, get your philosophy books out. Put your philosophy um, pants on. I hope you all brought your copy of The Republic by Plato with you because and, we're about to get all philosophical. And we're about to get out of those caves. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of that cave. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Well, fun fact about Kant, he actually never left his hometown. Really? He, yeah, he never left. He lived his entire life in his hometown. Sounds sheltered. Like, didn't didn't leave for anything. Should not trust like, him. Like, didn't he vacay didn't, anywhere. He didn't experience any of the world. How no, but he him? wrote in, yeah. Yeah, how do we trust him? Ivory Towers, man. Ugh. Anyway, uh, here we're going to sit in our ivory tower and preach to you about how you should contribute to your town. My house is not an ivory tower. <laughs> <laughs> this, yep, it's it's not. Um, we live our lives on the ground in the dirt where we live. My house uh, is in the dirt. The house is in the dirt. We also go and hang out at these events, so you don't have to, but please do. Um, 
I took that from a different podcast. That's their thing that I just said. I don't know. We'll have uh, to edit that out, I guess. Sorry. Buy that part. Don't forget to edit that out, Zach. Oops. Probably did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're going to get started. Peyton, tell us about the Block Street Block Party. What is it? Yes. Uh, the Block Street uh, Party. Well, you said it earlier. Um, you said it was by the people and for the people, which is really close, but not it. Um, it's actually by locals for locals. Oop. Oops. So close. You'd be so close. So it's an event uh, by locals for locals. And so the idea of the event is to promote all the businesses on Block Street itself. And if you don't know where Block Street is, it's near Fayetteville Square. It actually runs through Fayetteville Square. And there are a lot of businesses on there. Everything from uh, record stores to bakeries to reused books uh, to dry cleaners to card like artisan card people. Um, bars. There are, yeah, bars and there's some other stuff. There's some other stuff. Anyway. So it's an event that's intended to promote the local businesses in that area. And so hence by locals for locals, it's by locals, those local shops on the street. And it's for locals, basically you who live here. Hey, that's you. And me. It's all so, of us. So uh, we... The party ran from noon till about dark, so like noon to nine or so, and they had music playing all day. They had several stages, and bands played on these five or six stages. Yeah, there were so many stages. I was actually fairly surprised. All day, all so many bands, um, and all the stages were either sponsored by or hosted by uh, local. Um, businesses too so yeah i hung out at like the lost 40 stage um and there was a maxine's stage and there was a 95.3 radio station fm 95.3 uh stage fayetteville public tv was there anyway and there were yeah there were a lot of different bands in fact uh the later with jason sewell their band that plays on their show yeah played did they play yeah i missed it yeah they did miss that i was enjoying smoking the mirror Ah, yes. I enjoy smoking the mirror, man. Um, anyway. like a guilty pleasure. Come on. And if, sure, if it is, <laughs> they're an excellent guilty pleasure. I'm not actually yeah, all that guilty about it. Yeah, that's pretty up there. Um, guilty pleasures. Anyway, can't resist that stand-up bass, you Mm-mm. know? Anyway, so we went and hung out. I hung out for about three hours of the event. Uh, got a thorough sunburn because uh, <laughs> I wasn't smart enough to wear a a hat or B, a poncho, a poncho, or C, An suntan lotion. What There's so many called? options. A sunscreen. Sunscreen. That. Um, so I was, yeah, I didn't think about any of that. But anyway. And Peyton doesn't burn. He glistens. So he Peyton didn't glistens. burn at all. Uh, isn't it sweat and glisten, not yes. burn and glisten? <laughs> it definitely is. But I blush. I don't, I don't burn. I, I blush. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, so Actually, fade to tan really well, just for the record. Just so all the listeners know that. Good. Mm-hmm. Moving a, on. Payton's Zach, a you were boy. saying. <laughs> uh, so I hung out there for about three hours, and I went and hung out at Maxine's. and went and We actually walked up and down the street a couple of times and talked to several vendors um, who we know or want to befriend. Yeah, for example, uh, we got to see Stacy B from 
the Cattywampus Carnival. Uh, she's actually from Fort Fayetteville. Smith. I mean, Fort, Fort Smith. Thank you. The other F town and around here. The other F in town. The other F town. Um, yeah, and so she does a lot of um, graphic design. Uh, what am I looking for? Really cool illustration line art. That's what type I was looking stuff. for. Yeah. So Pen stickers, shirts. Um, It'd be cool to get a tattoo from her. Fun fact, her husband is the guy who runs Fayette Sound. Yes. Which is kind of interesting because he lives in Fort Smith. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that too much. Anyway, (laughs) so, uh, yeah. um, So, a a bunch of local vendors, and I feel like the word local was kind of loose in this event. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Because I did distinctly say I hung out at the Lost 40 tent. And if you've done your homework, kids, Lost that 40s is in, in Little, Little Rock. Rock, not Northwest Arkansas. Wamp, wamp. Wamp, wamp. Um, and there were several people. I mean, Stacy B even being yeah. from Fort Smith, she's not a block street business, you know, um, but she is local. So I don't, what is it? What does that mean to be local? I mean, I've when you say that. for locals, by locals, are these by locals anybody within a 200 mile radius of us? Yeah, how do you draw that circle? Or is it just Arkansas folk? Because that's that's a pretty wide. I don't want to say circle because we're just in the in the little corner up there. Mm-hmm. But I, man, I I think about that too because back home I lived in an area that was pretty much just food chains and just main brands everywhere. Um, and you know that's that's local but like th- beyond up the road like 20 30 minutes was denton and denton was very like local mm-hmm. it was very you know a local atmosphere so well i think about our conversation with marty over at ozark beer where a lot of the impetus for buying local or contributing to local for him was we want to support the people that we know and the people that we know that they know anyway. But it's also interesting because you could say that about, you know, whatever restaurant, Olive Garden, be like, hey, my friend works there. Sure, sure. You know, tip my waiter well. But yeah. It's, you know, it, it. I mean, local, I think local business is a better way to put it. Um, something that isn't. Hmm part of a larger larger corporation but then what if something local becomes really big like walmart <laughs> back to that conversation yeah. with riley well riley? this is nope yes got its name wrong garden guy <laughs> oh um adam no oh my god why am i having trouble with this it is adam it is adam Oh my God. Adam Riley. That's what it is. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, going back to that conversation of like what is actually local is is Walmart local because it started local and then blew up. Or, yeah. You know, it is that. I do think there's that element, though, of you want to support the things that you want to see more of mm-hmm. in your town, I guess. Um, so, like, if you... Do I want to see more lost 40 in my town the answer is yes or no and then that your contribution comes 
Mm, mm, mm. Say it. Yeah, no, it's, it's not even that I have an idea. It's just um, there's that element of like a corporate top-down sort of thing or a bottom-up sort of thing where it's um, you but, have people that you know who are creating stuff around you and you want to contribute to the people around you who you see doing good work that, and you want to support them and their communities. But that is like the exact description of Walmart. So like Sam Walton like wanted to open like a grocery store or yeah, at first it was like more, it was nickel and dime. Yeah, it was that kind of thing. And people around him said like, Hey, I like that. We should have more of that. And so basically started a mom and pop, shop yeah like that's what it started off as um and his mission was to like get the lowest price for the customer and so i i would argue that's what you know local businesses are trying to do like provide something unique and special and so sam's uh idea was to get the lowest value for his customer lowest dollar for his customer and then you know stacy would be just like create great quality art and so right right it's interesting. It's it's a different it's the same kind of flavor. Like we we are distinct in this way. Mm-hmm. And we're local. Yeah, okay. So makes sense. So where does local stop becoming yeah, local? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna synthesize some things that we've had conversations with people about. In Marty saying, Hey, we want to contribute to the things that the people that we know create. So there's people around us who we know and we want to support them in the work that they do, whatever that is. If we know our neighbors, we can support our neighbors and what they do in their endeavors. But we don't, as Raj Suresh put it in our conversation with him, we don't support things just because they're local. Right. We support things because they're either of really great quality and they're local or they are a good we want to see in the world, which is more of a phrasing I like to use for some of this stuff, but you don't do it at the expense of locality is the most important thing. It's if quality or goodness come out of the things that you contribute to. Yeah. Because if you hold locality up as the most important thing, you're, you're really selfish. You're like, this is mine. I don't want anybody else to have it. And I want to feel special enough to be like, Hey, I have this and you guys don't, and this is unique to me in my area, which is great. Like it's, it's what makes certain areas what they are, mm-hmm. but it's a little, it's a little pretentious in its own way, which is interesting. Cause when you think about supporting local, you're not like, Ooh, I'm this fancy high dollar person and, and this is a high dollar business and it's local. Like, but there is this air, like aura of pretentiousness mm-hmm. around it in the attitude of saying like, I buy local or like I, you know, I, I want local to just be local and For not me. expand out. For yeah. me, yeah. Yeah, there is a an element of tribalism that is really scary. Oh, yeah. Um, Go there, Zach. I'm going there. Um, there's just like this element of uh, the distinction between local pride. I'm proud of what's going on in my town and I want to support what's going on in my town versus a sort of tribalism that can exist within those groups or communities where I don't know you are militaristic that's such a bad word for it but you are 
angry if it's not from your town or you're it creates this tribalism that's kind of funny that's just weird that when people get into a tribalistic sort of mode it can be really dangerous well yeah because it it threatens identity yes essentially it's i have lost my unique marker sure what makes me me and in groups and out groups disappear because everyone's on the in group yeah are we creating something, Peyton, right now that is creating tribalism oh, in no. Northwest Arkansas? <laughs> and maybe we are. And maybe we are. I just... I it's th- for free on the internet. It's so for free on it's the okay. internet. Um, but the thing, I, it's, I think there is this dis- distinction between I'm proud of what's going on in my area and I want to support what's going on um, or I think it's of good quality or good in our neighborhood versus like a tribalism that creates like identities that are when taken to a extreme can be violent or can push people out to the borders. And so if you become, for example, what's your classic hipster? Like you're, I mean, you're like very, Oh my gosh, I'm thinking of Portlandia. Just like (laughs) (laughs) you're, you're a hipster. That's just all about like, (laughs) like this is so over if it becomes not local. Well, I think about even this event this on yesterday. Uh, I was thinking about as I was there, I saw friends from Bentonville. I saw friends from Springdale. I saw what I can only assume was a large crowd of Eureka Springs people. Um, some v- very bohemian people. But if imagine if this block party for whatever reason became so Fayetteville exclusive. Yes. That this is, we are so Fayetteville exclusive that, Oh, you're from Eureka Springs. Like wow. you don't belong here. This is for locals by locals and you're not local. And you ain't like, local. If like, you, yeah, it's like drawing your radius or whatever it is like way small. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So going back to that conversation, is it okay for lost 40 to have a booth? here i guess the answer in my mind is yes like i don't actually have a problem with it or anything it's just an interesting conversation i but i do think it's interesting well in the lost 40 conversation there are already breweries here like there are breweries in fayetteville that like could be there and so the the fact that like the event was about promoting block streets businesses sure and so that is drawing the radius around black street sure even though it wouldn't be a radius it would be more of like a rectangle come on now <laughs> spit that fire Peyton. <laughs> yeah um but then i feel like you would have priority for those that are closer in proximity to block street like hey yeah we're gonna have um apple blossom here and mm-hmm maybe prioritize them over like a lost 40. Well, here's here's where it gets funny and here's where it goes back to the conversation around Tyson and Walmart, which I always feel a struggle with is maybe um Apple Crossing what? What is Apple Blossom. Sorry. You're thinking Black Apple Crossing. Yeah, forgiveness. So maybe um Apple Blossom does not have the finances to support something like this. Mm. You know, when you bring in sponsorships, there's money involved. Like who's going to make this event happen. True. People step in and say, Hey, I have the funds and the ability to do this. 
let's just put my name on this tent real quick mm. and we're straight. Like um, for that sort of thing, there's that weird tension of like, it's, they're not from here in town, but they enable people to do the work that they're to do. For example, the mu- musicians are a great example of that because musicians are only able to perform if there's a stage for them to perform and there's only a stage there if someone provides the money for a stage to sponsor it. Yes. And Apple Blossom may not have the finances to support a stage for an afternoon, whereas Lost 40 might because they have a much larger distribution area and deeper pockets, you know. It's true. I almost feel like there should be like a subsidy, you know, based on your miles away from the event. That should be fun. I'll make <laughs> and, up like some equation. And, and that... maybe there was. And maybe there was. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I doubt it. Yeah. But that being said, uh, that's just a really interesting conversation. I think we totally resolved it. Wait, wait we resolved it? We resolved what is local. No, we didn't. No, we d- <laughs> Not at all. I was about to say, uh, did you discuss this while I was gone? Because I wasn't gone. <laughs> Okay, so that's kind of like on a business level, supporting local stuff, I guess. That's a conversation kind of that we got into just then was businesses supporting local stuff. I always find myself coming back to the individual, though, because I'm not a business. I am an individual, and I ultimately am a pragmatist in a lot of this and circle back around to, but what does Zach do with this information? How does Zach interact with either do I, for example, do I go to the Lost 40 stage because I really want to see Smokey in the mirror, but I don't want Black or I don't want Lost 40 to get my money because I'd rather give it to Black Apple Crossing um, or go to Black Apple Crossing stage or whatever, if right? That existed, yeah. There's a pragmatic outpouring that does apply to me and where I contribute within the scene right yeah you're you're at like you are a consumer sure yes at the end of the day at the end of the day i am a consumer so where do i spend my money peyton you bought something at this event bought a popsicle you bought a popsicle <laughs> but like a, it was like a local popsicle you contributed like you contributed to local popsicles yeah i did <laughs> <laughs> it was a dang good popsicle it was um, made with real fruit it was made of real fruit. I didn't know yeah, that. It was made with real fruit. I it's, didn't do um, They're like the. They're a cart. I wish I remembered the name of them. They're like the fruit popsicle cart or something. It's something that's in Fayetteville. So okay. keep your eyes out for popsicles, kids. Yeah. Look, in Fayetteville. Look for popsicles in Fayetteville. Don't support the ice cream man. Go for the popsicle. Made with real fruit. Um. <laughs> that seemed like we did a paid promotion, even though it was the worst paid promotion ever because we didn't remember who they were. Yeah, that was a pretty awful one. Um, that's what you get for free. Unrelated, uh, we're looking for sponsors. So uh. <laughs> Unrelated, we're looking for sponsors. Uh, yeah, so we are about to get into a con- And I mean, totally going along with uh, supporting the work you want to see in the neighborhoods around you. Sponsors. Um, anyway... That was an advertisement. That was an advertisement for us. Uh, Interesting. Anyway, um, so I always do come back around to like, what is the practical effect or what's the practical outpouring for me as an individual who attends one of these events? 
Because Peyton, we're millennials. We love everything for free. Yeah. And we create a podcast that's free for people to consume. Yeah. Do you th- do you think there's a an issue with just sitting and enjoying something and not paying any money because there was no mm. like entry fee for the event? I have slowly been more and more I guess convicted about this and the have fact you? that like I don't actually yeah, I don't give to anything. The thing is, you know, I'm a man with a paycheck and I have money left over after I pay my bills and eat my food. So I feel like I can't just be this freeloader anymore. And exactly the freeloader of what though? Um, entertainment or service. I think about it a lot. Um, especially around servers here and tipping, um, especially now having like a good amount of friends that are, um, in the food service industry. Mm -hmm. I especially think about that now because, you know, supporting, yeah, it's it's a microcosm of supporting local. It's supporting your local friend, your local uh, worker, whatever it is. Um, but also, yes, around like tipping for live music or, or in the case of uh, like maybe Smoking the Mirror is going up and buying a CD. Yeah. I didn't stick around long enough to do that because I dropped you off with the kids. I will say Smoking the Mirror does a really neat model, or at the that show in particular, mm-hmm. they did a really neat model where they got up on the microphone and they said, we have our CDs here, it's pay what you want. Yes. Um, which is a really interesting concept that has seems to have sprung up in the last several years. Um, but that is catering more to millennials. It's sure. it's lowering the barrier to entry. Right. Um, but it demands that you confront yourself and look in the mirror and say, what is my the value I attach to this? If I give it a high... I mean, it is a confrontation of your own self and saying, mm-hmm. okay, millennial, okay, you want everything for free? You can stand here and listen to this music for free. If you want a copy of our CD, put a quarter in our bucket. Mm-hmm. And you can have a CD, but it does cause you to confront yourself and say, what is the value that I see in the product that I'm getting? Right. Because prices in themselves are ascribed value by another person. But if you don't buy it, that's because you don't value it as such. And so being able to ascribe your own value to a product or whatever it is, very interesting. Um, and yeah, definitely catering to millennials. Right. Yeah. So... That being said, though, not everybody can do that because some people have price points to meet. Artists also have... I definitely want to say artists do have a price point they do have to meet to make money or even break even on getting CDs produced. Yes. That being said, they have a little more freedom to make their own prices because they don't answer to a larger business or institution that demands... um, Profit. Uh, once again, though, I feel like that goes somewhere into our definition of local, but it fits somewhere in there. I feel like that fits somewhere in there, but I can't pin it down. Okay, so I think that was really so. Speaking of smoking the mirror, that was a really interesting thing um, for their show in particular that you ascribed value to their art and paid accordingly. Um, so I'd, 
I heard a friend or someone standing in the crowd say, oh, just go drop a quarter in there. And I heard other people, you know, I saw people pull out $10 out of their pocket to go, mm-hmm. you know, drop it in there, which is the price of an album, you know, at a yeah radio or a Radio Shack. I don't know well, what I'm talking store. about. Record store. Um, <laughs> radio Shack. Oh I my don't gosh. know. I was, a, what is the, anyway, a like a Best Buy. I don't know. Where do you buy CDs? The $5 minute I don't, Walmart. I don't know. I'm a millennial. Internet. <laughs> um I pay my nine ninety nine pers- subscription on Spotify and call it a day. Yeah. Okay. So, also that sucks. That is and a screws over that is musicians. A whole conversation. Right. <laughs> that is a whole different conversation. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, Peyton uh, asked me to clarify this on the front end because I'm about to make a political statement and. This is Zach acting of his head. own free will. Peyton is shaking his head. But as I've been, I am a vocal processor. Uh, people out there in listener land, um, I'm a vo- vocal processor, and usually I have to talk these things out like we're doing right now, which is really great for my soul to talk about some of this stuff um, and chew on it out loud um, with a microphone in with front a microphone in front of me, uh, so I can make as many mistakes and get uh, chewed out on the internet later. Um, so critiqued (laughs) so chew zach out on the internet do not chew peyton out direct all your comments be like zach so i will say this idea you're great has i've been peyton you're great um nice neutral presence you're welcome um (laughs) so this is an idea that i didn't develop while vocally processing which makes me think it's more true to myself because it didn't come from me talking out loud with people it came from me developing it in my own brain which is weird for me anyway. So anyway, here it goes. I think on an individual level and society at its most uh, utopian form, libertarian economics is the way to go. However, practically speaking, libertarian policies on a large scale do not work. Um, so what I mean by that is to say that Zach, when he thinks about economics, when he thinks about interacting with his community and the arts around him, Zach understands that if Zach wants to see more of the work that's around him or the work that's presented at Block Street Block Party, for example, if I want to see more work of that in the world, then I will contribute to that because I want to see that work done. Okay. So Zach operates... Um, and thinks ideally that people should interact with the arts or food culture around them or fashion, whatever it is, around them by voting with their dollars. And I think that's a pretty... Kind of a capitalist mindset. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have a capitalist mindset. I think on a very, very basic libertarian economics level... That it, or that is libertarianism at its bare, bare, bare bones. Like I said, I don't think it works on a large level. Um, but I think as an individual, there is an element of I can contribute to this, and I can I can empower people to create more of this work in the world, um, and that to me is really empowering. One and two, enticing. Um, because I feel like I can make a difference in the world around me by where I spend my money. Um, and also it's a challenge to me 
to say, Zach, do you want to buy the uh, stuff that was grown in a factory somewhere in China, or do I want to go to the farmer's market and buy something that was grown here? Because um, I, I want to support... Lo- that's a challenge to Zach to... Um, that's a challenge to Zach to go hunt down the things that Zach really cares about and contribute to. Um, oh man, that being said, I totally get that people can't do that. That's totally unreasonable to think that everybody can do that. But also, so this is what I was thinking when you were saying that. So you, you said vote with your dollar, but I think there are more ways than dollars to support sure people, organizations, local and that, you know, if you if you throw money at, you know, Smokey in the Mirror, and then you never talk about them ever again, and you just enjoy them on your own, and you're just listening to that CD over and over again, but when people come over, you like pause it, and you're like, no, this is mine. <laughs> um, but they're like, well, that was weird. I don't know what he, Zach was doing before. Yeah. So you're in, you can also, you can vote with your dollar, but also there is a promotional aspect of raising awareness, which, you know, that's, that's kind of why musicians play in public places when they know they won't necessarily get paid to be there. Sure. Is to just promote themselves, um, even if they don't make any money. So I don't know if I'm like, I definitely agree with the, like you can vote with your dollar and that's very strong, but also people can't buy something that they don't know about right sure so i don't know where that fits in but that's just a thought of there's like, this there's yeah. this weird thing that advertising is a currency so when i even think about like us doing facebook social media stuff mm-hmm. for example um you can pay to have it put in front of a lot of people or you can let it grow organically or whatever by just the reach of the people who listen to the show and mm-hmm. want to support it. But like you said, just uh, sharing it with friends or whatever. Spending your popularity dollars. Spending, but I mean, I mean like a share, when I see someone shared this episode on our Facebook page, that has like a currency value that I could ascribe to it to say like that is a valuable, and maybe, maybe it's not monetary, but there is like a qualitative a value. Yes. value to someone sharing it because advertising and get in front of eyeballs is like there's a currency there, an exchange of goods and services that are intangible, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, well, and that's an interesting thought. I'm going to go really big here. But it, big. it's it's kind of like the conversation of what makes up a valuable life and a successful mm-hmm. life because it's not... You know, some people do think it's like accumulating a lot of wealth and objects and possessions and whatever it may be, but some people are more on the relational aspect and they have a full life and all the time one criticizes the other, you know, and it's, it's, I'm sure everybody's life is a mix of both. Um, it has to be (laughs) Mm -hmm. because you can't get money without relationships and you can't stay alive for your relationships without money. Sure. Um, or resources. It doesn't have to be like dollars. So yeah, it it's it strikes the question of like what is what is value? Yeah. You know, it's not like a a black and white, you know, I can monetize 
my relationships or I can monetize my support or advertisement. It's it's different. I know I joked about them being popularity dollars and I really <laughs> like that term, but I'm just going to completely challenge that. So it's it's different. It's it's all value, but it depends on what kind of value. So if Zach and I wanted to make this podcast like get a bunch of money and that's how we measured value, cool. Like we would probably have different strategies. Um, but if we just wanted popularity, cool. We would definitely have different strategies. We'd spend, you know, more money on advertising and not expect a return or do anything to even give the option for finances. And so it would be yeah, it's it's a different level of value, but you know, we get the special warm feeling inside whenever somebody shares our stuff and we know that we're impacting somebody or we're just providing entertainment for somebody else. Yeah. So like that's that's something in itself. It's not necessarily all about the dollar bills. And it could be. And it could be. But if that's what we were chasing on backslash if, <laughs> if, if that's what we were chasing with this thing, we would be terribly unsuccessful. Um, womp womp. at this point sponsorships anyway that's neither here nor there we actually i will say this like we do not i would love to make a living off this thing but the reason we did not we did not create this thing to make money like you said Peyton, true we both have full-time jobs we yeah and um we see the value in this thing being like you said giving people the opportunity um to be exposed to some people or things or even ideas maybe Mm -hmm. that they're not familiar with um, which i think is a great like excellent value i think i found a lot of value in exposure to unfamiliar things in my own life Mm -hmm. through the through the medium of podcast even um anyway so i i do want to create that say that caveat that it's just like we wanted to create this thing for you guys for free um, so you can know what's going on. And maybe we haven't said that in a long time. And maybe we have said that recently. I don't know. But if you're enjoying it, uh, we do appreciate all of you guys who do listen. Yeah. You guys and women. Um, <laughs> you guys and women. You know. Anyway, um, I we do really appreciate uh, the contribution that you have in our lives, either in sharing it or liking the page or whatever that is. So thank you guys who have done that. We really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, And that's how, you know, that's how we exist in this market, this network of local organizations and, and corporations that also exist, but we, we're here and this is, this is how we interact with this space. Yeah fascinating we're really glad you're here we're really glad that you listen to all this episode i do let's close out with one more thing um and that is uh as we've been talking about value of things what is the value of the block street block party nothing <laughs> just sorry that's the I end of the to, show guys i, I hope you it, enjoyed it um what is the value of the block street block party you know uh is this is this something you would go back to and support again? Well, yeah, I would, I would support, well, I would support just any, you know, showcase of local stuff. And, um, I like to, as I said earlier, I'm trying to challenge myself to spend my dollars where I enjoy them. So, so yeah, I would, I would go back and, but also at the same time, going back to the conversation about just value, what is value? It's, it's an awareness and, 
also it's relationships. So we're friends with Stacy, and you know I, I bought her stickers um, at Cattywampus, but I didn't buy something this time. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean I don't support her because I didn't buy her stuff every single time I saw her? No, it's you know I support her with my finances sometimes and then also we're friends then there's like a value there that's sometimes tangible sometimes intangible sure and also promotes awareness of her because you know i'm literally talking about her on this podcast Mm -hmm. so there's also value you ascribe to your time right mm -hmm. so there's also like is it worth my time Mm -hmm. to go back like is it beneficial enough for me to spend my time there yes you know so because I'm a busy man with a lot of busy man busy important man. things. <laughs> a full-time job. Full-time busy we'll man. We'll remind you. That's my full-time job. Is being Just busy. in case everybody was wondering. Is just being busy. Being busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the same, man. I think I would go spend another three hours there. Um, maybe with the less intent of wanting to create a podcast about it, but maybe just to hang out. Um, yeah. Because I think... Uh, a lot of mental gymnastics went into how do we think about and discuss this thing like as a well and that kind of goes back to the value conversation because what value do we want to extract from this event do we want to just sit back and enjoy it and not consider you know how we want to you know talk about this event just that being in the back of our minds the whole time or do we just want to enjoy the event and get our value out that way instead of putting a lot of time and energy and attention into creating this episode, which would be its own value in itself. So I'm not saying those are mutually exclusive, like it's a zero sum game, but it's there are trade-offs kind of for everything. There can be, there can be trade-offs. It's not all black and white. All all that being said, I think I would love for it to be next Sunday again and go back and hang out and do the same thing. Um, And I wouldn't mind rubbing shoulders with a few bohemians <laughs> again or a few high schoolers who didn't have anything better to do on I'm a really Sunday disappointed afternoon. we didn't interview any bohemians because that would have been just so fun maybe later on okay um but yeah Deal. as as far as you talk about good and uh supporting the good in your neighborhoods if nothing else um which we didn't even really talk about but there was like an element of contributing to nonprofit organizations who are doing like good in the neighborhoods around um, I think if nothing else, supporting, just being in that space is another body in the room that says, I support what's going on here. Um, and I I'm, support events like this. Yes. I want to, I think these are valuable if nothing else for exposure for artists um, or access or understanding of maybe nonprofits or that sort of thing. Anyway, so I would give the Black Street Block Party 2017 a thumbs up, I would say. <laughs> There's a um, lot of rich conceptual material that came out of the Black Street Party. It was. So it's a big thumbs up. It's a it's a big thumbs up. <laughs> and the music was good. The beer was good. That popsicle was good. That popsicle was so good. We made some friends. We saw a lot of friends. We saw a lot of like, friends. Again, just, I'm, I was surprised. Yeah, for So sure. many people. So many so, friends. So many humans at that. Ooh, so many sweaty humans, anyway, including me. yeah. Um, but thanks for listening, guys. This has been our second episode of the Hey Hey series. Um, keep sharing this thing with your friends if you enjoy it, if you value it. Um, 
you can support us with popularity dollars. Um, yeah, man. By sharing us online. Yeah, man. Or just telling a friend about the show. Um, yeah. If you have feedback for us, we would really appreciate oh, you guys yes. giving us some feedback. Um, if um, you love um, this episode, like more than our other episodes, tell us that. If you want yeah. us to stop immediately with <laughs> episodes like this, you can tell us that too. If you think... Like, I don't like it when you're philosophical. Just talk to other people, please. Yeah, Zach, stop being a libertarian and <laughs> transition into a more reasonable, different... I don't give my popularity dollars to libertarians. <laughs> <laughs> um, just... Yeah, you can give us feedback on any of this conversation, uh, but we would love some feedback, whether you think we need to get better microphones or Absolutely. whether we uh, need to have more interesting conversations or uh, if you just want to say good work, guys, keep it up. Um, Though can, the intro song is being re-recorded, so don't criticize that because okay. it's going to be new. Yeah. Once it's new, you can criticize it Yeah, um, because I know it needs so to change. So quick run of things that we are working on stuff this summer. Yeah, dude. Um, that when we pick up interviews again, uh, towards the end, like beginning of August, um, or earlier, or we earlier, it's gonna happen. Whenever that is, um, there's gonna be not a lot of changes to the structure of the show, but there might be. We're working on some different things to maybe uh, get closer to you guys. Try to figure out some ways that we can interact better with you all. Um, for for us to hang out, for us to do some different things with some. Uh, really neat people in the area who are doing some good work. Um, so be looking out for that. Mm -hmm. uh, we might be um, doing some cool stuff with some good friends of ours mm -hmm. um, and point at your direction. And also um, just interviews themselves. We might, we're, we're working on episodes where we maybe go around a certain theme and so interview a bunch of perspectives around that theme that are all part of the same network. Yeah. So... Stay tuned. It's going to be really cool. I'm actually really excited for what we got in store. Yeah, I am too. Let's get over this summer. No more events. <laughs> I'm done with events now. Live in the moment. Come on, mindfulness. I just want to talk about... Are you freaking kidding just, me? Did you did you my, listen to Jay's episode? This was my shameless self-promotion of libertarianism. <laughs> That's all it was. On the individual level. That's all I want to talk about. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Um, and with that, Peyton, do you want to sail us away? I was going to say... Thank you for joining us because we came uh, to zero conclusions. One, two, three, zero conclusions <laughs> about any of the things we talked That's about. That's fair. Now, do you want to send us away? Sail away, my my podcast peeps. Sorry, that's the jam. I just wanted to make <laughs> something else up. <laughs> Sail away, my podcast peeps. Put that on the shirt. Put it on a shirt. Bye. See ya.